What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Limbros, Limbros in Limbo, and this is Keith, and this is Kelvin, and we're gonna talk to you guys about life. So, we're gonna talk about growing up as an Asian kid. Yeah, like, we're gonna talk about like how we grew up as we grew up in an Asian culture versus uh how we see. Like the white kids grow up. <laughs> I was gonna say like, what are you gonna say? How we grow up as white? <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not at all white. <laughs> Small eyes. <laughs> See, it's not racist if you are racist to your own race, right? <laughs> <laughs> at, at that point, it's just an observation. Yeah, it's an observation. But if you're any other race and you say that we have small eyes, you're just being a racist, man. Like, <laughs> sucks. Sucks that you're not Asian and you can't laugh at yourself, man. <laughs> but we were t- so we were gonna talk about how is it like growing up as an Asian. I wonder if so. If you guys are white, then or black or every other color. Well, as long as you're not yellow, I'm sorry you didn't have the privilege to grow up yellow. It was quite a quite a fun banana time. <laughs> <laughs> Jolly yo banana time, yellow. How 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 was your parents like when you were growing up? So my parents uh, were pretty strict. What do you mean by pretty strict? You got you got to give a little bit of uh, illustration, some visualization, cause they can they can say like, oh, my parents were strict too. They wouldn't let me drink alcohol. True. So a lot of times, uh, my parents didn't like want me to hang out with friends all the time. They always wanted me to study. Always wanted me to just uh, do all the extracurriculars that. Would help me get into college, to that, help you become a successful person. To help me become a successful <laughs> person, yeah, yeah. Basically, they were obviously they were looking out for me, but the way they did it was like almost like they were like helicopter parents, but not. But they weren't as severe as most helicopter parents. But yeah, let's just say they were helicopter parents, but just tone it down a little. Yeah, and basically, it just felt like you didn't have freedom. As a kid, as a teenager, and all you had to do was just study and study and study. Yeah. What about you? Were your parents that way? My parents. Do I? Did I have I ever mentioned that I get like whooped? Get whooped like almost every year. Not not um, almost every year is like. No, every year until I was like sixteen, I would get whooped every year. Cause during Chinese New Year, I would be a brat. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told you about it before. So every Chinese New Year, for some reason, my hormones would tell me to be an asshole, and they would just like my mom like would whoop me pretty badly, and I. Personally, don't see spanking as a bad thing, cause I grew up in an Asian culture. Like, Hasan Minaj said this before in his comedy show. 
where he was like, when an Asian parent slap you, it doesn't hurt you on the skin. It hurts you in the heart. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. That is true. Dude, when I, when I remember when I was young, when I was in primary school, uh, what, what do you call it in America? Primary uh, school. Grade school. Grade school. When I was in grade school, I, like, I was top three in a class every year. I would never get top two or top one because there was this one girl who's always smarter than me. And then when I was, well, basically I I would always get number three. And my mom would be like, how the hell do you always get number three? Like, why can't you get number two or number one? Like, why are you such a failure? <laughs> well, she didn't say failure, but <laughs> you know what I mean? And when I got into middle school, the kids went from around 30 to 500. And this time I got like top 30 or 40. And then my mom's like, why aren't you top 10? <laughs> I'm like, Dude, what the? F-? And then one time I remember I got like A for A's for my, uh, one of my tests. I forgot math or something. <laughs> Asian. <laughs> I got A. I got an A, and then I came back. I'm like, "Yo, mom, like, I got an A." She looked at me. She's like, "Okay." Yo, yeah. How? How? Yeah, it's it's like, cause cause the way they raise you is, you're you're seeking like uh, a va- validation a validation from your parents, right? Yeah. The way that you're raised is like, all kids want valid want validation from their parents and the way that we get validation is or the way that we think we get validation is through good grades but then when you do get the good grades and they don't validate you it kind of throws you off it's like why why am i studying so hard for if you're not gonna validate me was that how you felt that's how i felt sometimes because like like my nature i'm pretty chill mm-hmm. i don't try too hard which can be good and bad um sometimes it's good to try hard but especially when i was a teenager i didn't like want to try that hard yeah um but i tried hard because i i wanted my mom to be proud of me but then one like one year i got like all a's and when i told her about it she didn't really give me the reaction that I wanted so then I was taken aback and I was, I started questioning like why am I working and studying so hard yeah and like obviously you you study hard because you want to be successful right yeah but as a kid you're like why bother trying so hard you know just I can just do other things and be more well-rounded and you know s- still study but not not do it for her anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I remember... I, I think, like, most Asian kids... Every Asian kid have the same experience. But it's... That experience, after that, is, like... What changes them. Like, how yeah. they react to it. Yeah. It's like... The, you have a choice, right? Like, you want to react negatively or positively. And then... Then you see, like, which, which Asians are the ones that reacted in a positive manner versus the ones that reacted in a negative manner yeah and probably there are some agents who don't go through that too 
Um, I definitely went through that, but my reaction was entirely different from you. I don't really remember what my reaction was. I was just like, oh, okay, I guess I have to study harder or some shit like that. Um, but I remember, <laughs> I remember my dad did almost the same thing too. But my mom was like, just, oh, okay. Oh. And then I remember when I was like 19, 18 or 19. I I was studying for A levels for like the UK universities and I took physics, chemistry, math and psychology because I was interested in psychology. So it was a weird combo, but that was what I took and I got three I think I got three A stars for math, chemistry and physics. And I got a C for my psychology. Oh. And I, I got my results back. And I was really happy because like three like three A's or three A stars are like is really good and you can get into any uni- you can get into almost any u- university in the UK. And I came out, I told my dad, I'm like, yo, I got three A's and one C <laughs> 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 And then he sat me down, he's like He's like, Oh good, good, good. Why did you take psychology? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, why did you? Why? Like, why? Can you tell me why did you chose psychology at the start? I'm like, dude, like, what's done is done, man. You can't really change shit no more. Um, that was like very. It's very. It, it's carved into my my mind that moment because of all things he could say. He's like, why do you have to take psychology? <laughs> which is, which is very normal. In Asian family, cause they just they they want you to be successful. They yeah. want you to be, in and like you were saying in Chinese culture. How how would you say it? I would say like in Chinese culture, the parents just want the best. Like, in any culture, right? The parents always want what's best for their kids. But in Chinese cu- culture, part- in particular, parents always feel like they should be involved in the kids lives because they can give them a lot of advice on what to do and it's also a lot to do with uh like confucius and like filial piety like the parents take care of you when you're young and then you're sort of like an investment egg for them when they're old where you take care of them when they get older yeah you 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 have the same mindset, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm really grateful for my parents and everything that they've done. So I do want to be able to help support them when they get older. Yeah, I think most Asians have that. Like, even, like, South Asian. What do you call it? South Asian? South, South Asians, Asians, Indians, right? Yeah. Like, Indians, they have the same concept, too. Like, I was hanging out with my... I was hanging out with my Indian friend just now. And he was asking me, like, oh, how much do you send back home? Cause I was like sending money back home, and then he's and then I told him the amount, and he was like, "What? Like, dude, you gotta send more, man. Like, you gotta like you gotta love your parents more." And that's that's really cool to see that the similarities across Asians, and I wonder whether like, I, do you think Japanese and Koreans have the same? I think they do have the same. All all Asian cultures typically have some like foundations from confucius like confucius is a really um prominent 
figure in Asian culture. And definitely, like, there's a lot of uh, emphasis on filial piety. It's not just a Chinese thing, per se. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, respecting your elders. And respecting your elders, yes. Yeah, not just your elders. Like, every elders that you see, you have to respect them. You have to... What else? What else? Uh, I think in some cultures, like, the way you respect, show respect is, like, you bow, which shows a lot of respect. Yeah. More than, like, a handshake. Yeah. You bow, you can't treat them as friends. You don't talk back. You don't talk back. They're always right, even though they, they yeah. can be wrong. That's one thing that kind of changed me after I came to America. I... I... I don't really talk back, talk back, but like I know what's good for me. So my mom would tell me to, like, oh, why don't you do this? And I'm like, mom, I know what's good for myself. Like, I know my life. Like, I, I will still listen, I will still take her advice, but like, if it doesn't make sense, I'm like, mom, I appreciate it, but it doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do that too, but like, how I say it is a bit different. It's more like, She'll say, hey, you should do this. And I say, cool. <laughs> like, I cool. don't say yes or no. I just say, cool. Acknowledged. And then, and then <laughs> provide her the best. What does she say after that? Does she say anything? I think I think she kind of got it after, like, a couple of times after I said, like, cool, okay. Because, uh, like, she would see, see that I said okay, but I wouldn't, like, follow her advice. Because I also know, like, what I should do. And that the situation that she might be talking about is different. Yeah. Like, it's too general to be applied to my situation. So then she started... At first, she was like, how come you always say okay or cool, but you never <laughs> follow my advice? Did <laughs> she really ask yeah, that? Yeah, she asked me that. And then what do you say? Uh, and then she was like, you know, when you say okay, you should say okay and mean it. I'm like, I do mean it. I just mean... I acknowledge uh, what you have told me. Wait, so you told her that you just acknowledge her? Yeah, I told her that. And that you won't follow? I didn't say I wouldn't follow. I just acknowledge it. Okay, and, and what then did you I say? I just told her sometimes it's good to follow your advice, but sometimes it's different. Yeah. And then she was like, yeah, true, true, true. Okay. Yeah, because, like, um, Especially when I was younger, I, like, always, like, seek outside validation. Mm-hmm. Like, I always want my friends to... Friends' approval, my parents' approval, mm-hmm. my family's approval. But then after, like, realizing that I shouldn't seek a person's approval for my worth, I just... I became a lot more, like, okay, I take this advice. Is it good for me? Let's Let's see... And I, I, <clears throat> I tried to incorporate advice and see it, whether it would be useful for me. I don't really care, like, what other people, what comments they have to make. I only care if it's constructive criticism. You only care if it's constructive criticism. Yeah. But it definitely takes a lot of, like, experiencing life to get to that point where you can filter out... Um, What's, what's good and what's, what's bad. Yeah, what's like hating, like what, what kind of comments are just from haters and what's actually constructive criticism. Would you say that some of your advice from your mom is just a hater comment? <laughs> <laughs> I think advice, some advice from my mom is just outdated. 
Yeah. Um, just because they grew up in a different time. But a lot of their general advice is still good, especially when you're dealing with people. Yeah. Is it's a lot I can take from and learn from. Like what? Shoot me one. Um, for example, like they always tell me to be proactive instead of reactive. So they always tell me like go for what you want. Don't just sit there and hope that uh, a person will just come up to you and give give you what you give you what you want. You have to go and take it. Um, they also tell me about like how how you talk to people. You want to be respectful. You want to make eye contact. You wanna you don't want to be nervous, but you always want to be respectful. And you don't want to like burn any bridges. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. some of that advice is really good, and it applies because it's 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 more general than like a specific case. Yeah, that's that's really cool to to hear what your parents like. What kind of advice your parents gave you? Because like you have Asian parents, I have Asian parents, but I would say like my parents are like I I grew up in a village, so we have a different concept of like. Social stuff too, in a way. So like, I've never had that kind of advice from my parents. Like so socially, everything I have I have to teach myself. And I learned it from my cousin a whole lot. My cousin is really good at, at like he's just like a social butterfly, born with like that gift. So it is cool to learn from someone, be able to learn from someone. But I never really had that that kind of that kind of conversation even like my parents and me growing up and this might even be for a lot of like Malaysians or maybe people from the village that we have a very strict relationship of oh you work hard I will take care of you I will give you everything I can and <clears throat> I'll give you my all and hopefully one day you succeed and take care of me but there's never really an exchange of emotions emotions like vulnerability or anything you know what I mean yeah I feel like in Asian culture like the parents and the children they don't typically share a lot of emotional connection, connection um, consciously obviously like the bond between parent and child is really strong and it's there's a lot of emotional feelings that go around but you just you show it differently show it differently you show it differently i feel like par- like asian parents they don't just say i love you yeah you know? man they they sort of like they make food for you they show you what love is they show you yes they show rather than tell yeah and ob- for for different for different people like Obviously, people have different love languages, right? Yeah. Um, but especially for people whose love language is uh, speech, um, like words, love la- like yeah, words, words of affirmation, mm-hmm. like it's really hard because the parents, they probably didn't get words of affirmation from their parents, so how they learn to lo- show love is through cutting you fruits like cutting you an apple an orange and feeding you and then 
when you're young, you don't under fully appreciate it. Yeah. So you don't you feel like like they're just doing their job as parents. They don't they ha- they never told you they loved you, so you don't know whether they love you. Yeah. You know. Everything's like through action. Yeah, everything's through actions. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, my so I I don't think my love language is words of affirmation, like not as strong anymore. It, it I it might still be, I don't know. But when I was younger, it was words of affirmation because I <laughs> Because I was deprived of words of affirmation from my parents. <laughs> Dude. Damn. Yeah, like you like I would always want them to just be proud of me, but I could never tell whether they're proud of me until until I graduated. Until you got older and Yeah. I think like because we grew up in a my family was in a interesting situation where it is it is very it's too complicated. We're we're going into it some other time, but <coughs> we we are always trying to figure out how we can. Sus- it's like we we try to we try to come out of this society and be successful. And we we kind of like start from the bottom, so it's just interesting to see the process of the whole thing. I forgot where the hell I'm <laughs> trying to go with this, but it's really interesting. Like I've never told my mom or dad I love you until I was like twenty. Like that might be the first time, and like I didn't want to look them in the eye. I was like, I was like going on the plane back to America, like. Love you, bye. Quickly um, run, cause I was so shy. Like I've never said I love you to my parents before, and they they just like chuckle a little. <laughs> like they've never heard it before too, so I'm pretty sure they they loved it. But they chuckle a little, and then I just ran to a plane. What? When were you when you first told them? You know, I feel like I never told them I love you until because I felt like it's always implied. Um, but my dad started to uh, think that it would be important for us to verbalize our affections for each other. So he started doing it, I think, when I was about 23. So he, would, he told you he, I yeah, love you? So he would, yeah, he would, he would say, um, he, would, he was the one that actually opened up, you know? He was the one that started saying, I love you to all, all of us, to Dude, me and my brothers. So cool. And then my mom started doing it, so then we started following in uh, his footsteps so now we all say it like from time to time damn your dad is so cool yeah my dad my dad is a pretty cool person he always likes to you know get out of his comfort zone he always like preaches that like get out of your comfort zone try new things yeah so that's what he did and then it's pretty nice at first now we've just gotten used to it yeah because we already knew like we already knew well looking back we knew that we love each other yeah just never verbalize it and then okay actually verbalizing it is very healthy yeah definitely just don't like overuse it you don't have to use it all the time just yeah just have to let them know yeah i want to meet your dad yeah yeah it seems like a cool guy too bad i can cook fish for him (laughs) dude the fish damn it was the best fish well not the best fish my mom cooks better fish but 
You want a good fish, man. Too bad you can't eat it. Well, I could smell it. Smell good. S- it's, <laughs> I could smell. It. Next time I'll make the silky tofu one. Okay, bet. Um, what do you think about Western society though? Like how, like them and their parents. Like from your feeling, cause like we're not really Westerners, I guess. I guess uh, so when I grew up, I had some like uh, American friends. And from what I could tell, I could tell that they had a lot more freedom in how they wanted to live their life. So especially in their in school, they would have a lot more activities that they liked to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they also didn't ha- participate in as much like volunteer activities. Mm-hmm. They did what was like fun for them, and then they didn't uh, emphasize so much on getting A's all the time. They mm-hmm. they focus more on being well-rounded. And I can definitely see that the parents were trying to give them a lot more independence mm-hmm. when they were growing up. And then when I came to America, I noticed a larger difference because like in Asia, I think the parents, the white parents there, they also took, they also involve themselves in their kids' lives a bit more than the average American um, parents. <laughs> but in the U.S., when I came to the U.S., I definitely noticed, like, a lot of people, like, they told me, you know, at 18, um, some of their parents just, like, kicked them out and told them, like, you can't can't live with us anymore. So really? go figure out your life. Really? Yeah. Like, kick, kick them out? Not, like not physically kick them out but just told them you know like once you're 18 you gotta figure out life on your own physically kick them out <laughs> you guys get out of my house you bitches <laughs> i fed you guys for 18 years but it's cool cause, not to say it's cool not to say it's cool but they do, will you say that american or like american parents expect the kids to take care of them mm not all of them obviously a lot of them also pay for like their kids college tuition and stuff but a lot of a lot of uh white people they also have they kind of have to like work they have a lot of them found work when they were younger so that they can have the like their own money that they can spend on themselves so to them working is like it's not new but for a lot of asian people I feel like working when you're 18 is is a new experience because you were so focused on just studying and studying and studying that you never really like your parents didn't want to burden you with having to work. Yeah. They just wanted you to find a good job at, after you graduate college. Yeah. So they 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 will support you until you graduate college usually. Yeah. But for for like the um, American like white culture a lot of them they find work and then they support themselves and they're independent and that's it's really good for them you know but then they don't like I feel like for every culture family is important but for white people they don't have as much of a obligation or duty to take care of their parents when they're older yeah. Just because like they gained independence so early. Like the parents weren't there to guide them through a a really critical p- 
time of their young adulthood. Mm-hmm. So they maybe they don't feel like they need to take care of their parents. They can just send them to a foster home. Damn. Sending the the word sending to a foster home. Damn, it's just you, it hits right. I don't yeah, know if it hits it for hits. you. Like it, it definitely shows in a lot of like movies. You can in Asian s- movies. In Asian movies. In for Asian sure. movies. They they always compare, like you, like look look like you, they always compare like you don't want your kid to send you to a orphan uh to a non orphanage, but they, you don't want your foster kid. Home. To send you to a foster home, like old folks peop- home, like an old folks home, like the American people do, right? They always compare. Do does American people do that? They do that more often. Really? For, yeah. Okay. I I don't know enough. Unless unless the parents are well off enough that they can support themselves. Okay. So if for the ones who can't, who, yeah. who couldn't support themselves, they send them to an old folks home. Yeah, they send them to an old folks home. Cause it's cheaper and you know they have to work two jobs blah, like um both parents both the husband and wife have to work two have to work jobs yeah so then they don't have time to take care of them yeah um and they probably don't feel the cultural pressure to do it so they don't feel as bad to do yeah. it yeah and in asian culture like people still do it too like there are still there are people who Send their parents to nursery home, nursery home, uh, the old folks, folks home. home. But it is definitely said or like shown through movies and even just like talking to people that sending your parents to old folks home is their worst nightmare. Yeah, it's the worst possible thing you can do to your parents. Sending like in Asia culture, in I don't know if it's it. How do you say it goes through every other Asian culture, but in Malaysian culture, dude, sending you are a shitty son or daughter if you send your parents to a to a old folks home. Yeah, it's like so dishonorable. Yeah, it's like you might as well disown yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. That's crazy too. Like when you said the word like sending to old folks home, I'm like, damn. Like I, I cannot imagine. I hope that I will never have to send my parents to. Like, right nowadays, I like to like whenever I send money back, and then like I'll talk to. Sometimes I will send extra money, and now my my mom and dad like would be super proud. They're like, yeah, my son sends money back. Yeah, my mom, my son calls me three times a week. Like only three times. It's not even like every day. I call him like three. I didn't call this week because <laughs> because uh, I feel guilty from what I did last week. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. But I would call my mom and ma- mainly my mom, and then my mom would pass it to my dad. I call my mom like at least three times a week, and she's like she's so happy about it. She's like my son calls like she brags brags about it to her friends, and it's so funny too. It's so jolly to see her brag about me calling, like literally just me giving thirty minutes of my time every time I call, and that like you can make them feel so happy, and that's crazy. 
Yeah, it's really it's really nice to see like when your parents appreciate your small gestures. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys don't call your parents that much, remember to call them because they miss you. They definitely miss you. Does for only for Asian parents or? Oh, for I think for any any culture, they would appreciate it. I just think, well. I don't really know, but just based from like Asian, based on American movies, when mm-hmm. the kids call the parents, the white parents, usually like the kids are, they want something rather than like they calling it just for calling to check up. That might be just that's a stereotype. That's a stereotype. So we don't know whether it's true or not. So if you're white. Yeah, don't take offense to it. I was gonna say, if your wife sent us an email and described to us how you are like, how's your relationship with your parents are like? Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. I'm trying to figure out. I, I I definitely heard of, like, just one of my friend even said something like, "Oh, mom is being crazy," and I was like, "Whoa, you say that?" Like, okay, honestly, my sister say that too, which hurts me whenever I hear. It. I'm like, dude, like. She's your fucking mom, man. Like, dude, calm the, calm your tits, man. Chill <laughs> out. Like, why do you have to be so disrespectful? Um, but it's just, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, ha- definitely love your mom and dad. I mean, depending on how your mom and dad treat treat you, like some parents might have not treated their kids really well. But even then, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. Do you think that you should still treat your parents well if they treat you like shit? Uh, so I I grew up with a lot of uh, emphasis of filial piety yeah. in uh in my in my in my childhood. Mm-hmm. So it was like really important. It was a really important thing that people emphasize. Like, you should always be grateful for your parents because if your parents weren't there they wouldn't you wouldn't even exist yeah so for me i would say yeah you should always try to repay your parents kindness Mm -hmm. um you shouldn't hurt them if they if they were abusive parents then you know you can you can still try to help them from afar but don't go and like actively try to ruin their life you know you can, maybe you can distance yourself from them but if you want to help like if you want to help them then help them and if you don't want to help them don't make their lives harder i guess because okay. at the end of the day without them you would not be who you are and obviously it might be a, it might have been a traumatic experience mm-hmm. but it's something that you can learn from and you can pass down to other to the future generation if yeah being nice and respectful is definitely something that you you want to be just as a person and treat everyone and if someone's toxic like i don't know if your mom and dad might be toxic then honestly i think you have a good point i think you should still be nice and respectful but i really don't know I can't say You know what I mean Cause I've yeah, never cause been in that we're, situation Yeah we're not in that situation Yeah like, So it's really tough 
Yeah. Like from outside, like an outside perspective, we can say all these nice things. Yeah. But if you're the one that experienced it, it's definitely going to be a lot harder to just let go of all that emotional trauma. Yeah. But not, but I guess, but then emotion is something that you can learn to control. Yeah. But then if you have to go through that kind of trauma, it's hard to say, you know what I mean? Well, guys, we have overextended our stay. So, what we say? How we how you recap this, Calvin? I'll say, uh, you know, growing up as Asian, our parents are not the most vocal of parents compared to Western culture. Um, but they, your parents definitely love you, and they try to love you the best way. That they know how to love you. Yeah. And sometimes it might not have been the best way, in your opinion. But to them, that's the only way. Yeah. That they know how to show their love to you. So don't be too hard on your parents. Your parents are not perfect. Um, but they are your parents. And they have done their best to guide you in, through this chaotic world. Yeah. So show your gratitude you know be respectful and try to if you have a damaged relationship try to fix it if you have a good one cherish it yeah spread love not hate yeah all right guys thanks again for tuning in this is keith this is kelvin and we'll see you guys soon peace out bye